Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today's special guest, we have Tyler Burvey. Hey, Tyler. Thanks for joining us. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. to get into the typical how did you get started in this thing we called photography if you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners who you are and how you got into it uh no not at all uh i uh moved out to montana probably uh four years ago three and a half four Mm -hmm. years ago uh and i'm originally from new york but uh not the city uh two and a half uh, (laughs) two and a half hours north of there not that i uh uh, i actually lived there for a couple years before i moved to montana uh new york city that is and, uh, uh, you know, when I moved out to Montana, that's when I started taking photography, uh, seriously, if you will. Um, that was what better place. What yeah, better yeah. place. <laughs> there, there was a lot of incentive that was, uh, yeah, it was not hard in the eyes. That's for sure. Um, yeah. and it was, I was in New York city. I was in, uh, new England area. Uh, I went to college in Vermont and there was all these, incredible places, met a, a lot of incredible people, and I did not have a camera with me. And that always kind <laughs> of irritated me, for lack of a better word. So I guess I started photography because I was mad that, that I did not have those memories recorded. Um, and so when I moved out to Montana, I uh, grabbed the camera and started shooting around. Uh, and so that was the genesis of everything. And then I got a Polaroid, uh, to get into the film end of it. Uh, mm. I got a Polaroid and that was, it was awesome. I loved it. Just taking, it was just a box Polaroid, nothing special. And then I walked into a camera shop one day to get some, uh, Polaroid film. And I walked out with a 35 millimeter camera and it <laughs> snowballed so much from there. Um, it was just, uh, you know, it was, yeah, love. <laughs> and so then, yeah, uh, oh, man. yeah just uh, it's just been nonstop ever since. Just uh, really just have not uh, it hasn't dwindled at all, um, which I've been extremely happy about. That's uh, it's been awesome. Uh, I can actually still I the first role of film was uh, Ilford uh, XP, XP2, the uh, C41 film. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, th- that was just because the lo- I wanted black and white and the lab, the, my, the lab in town, they only did C41. I didn't want to wait to send it out. And I got that back. Loved it for the right there, but wanted more. Um, picked up a few rolls of <laughs> HP5. Got on YouTube, as you call it, Timothy, you know, the uh, YouTube University, which yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I heard that yeah. and that was just so perfect for exactly. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. And then uh, watched the uh, the holy grail of developing videos, which is Matt Days. And so oh, that yeah. was uh, and then, yeah, just continued on um, and just I don't know, just uh, that was that was just kind of how everything I guess started. Man, what what was the camera? What was the thirty five millimeter camera that you got? Uh, it was a Nikon F three. F three. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> what what a great yes. camera to get yeah. in. Yeah, nice. It nice. was. Uh, you know, it was. It, I was in Bozeman, Montana, specifically. So 
uh, college town and they still have, uh, or like they might've gotten rid of it. Uh, but they still have a dark room, um, still taught or still teach taught. I'm not sure what it is right now, but, um, you know, darkroom classes, photography classes. And so there's a lot of secondhand cameras, a lot of stuff being traded. So it was fairly, uh, the, the local camera shop had a pretty good selection of stuff when I yeah. went there. Um, so that was uh, definitely in my favor. Wow. That's so funny, though, hearing about the the C41 black and white, because I when I was getting back into film photography again, I, I was shooting a lot of that stuff, too, because the Walgreens... I would always go from like different Walgreens until I found like my Walgreens was my lab, you know what I mean? <laughs> Back when I was getting into it. And because, you know, some people are, you know, they're, they're not there to be a photo lab. They're, you know, they're stocking the shelves and they kind of run film on their spare time or when somebody brings it in. And I finally found one of the Walgreens around here that had an older guy that was, you know, that's what his job was. He was an actual lab guy and he cared about it. And Man, I didn't even think about this forever until you just started talking about that. And he kind of explained to me about different black and white films. And because I would always try to take, you know, Tri-X or HP5 there and get it developed. And it's not mm-hmm. C41. So they'd just be like, there's nothing we can do. And I'm like, I don't get why you can't develop this for me. Like, please develop this for me. And they were like, well, we can send it out. And again, I didn't want to wait. So, yeah, same thing. Yeah. It's just funny how that yeah, black and white, black and white. What's the difference? I know, it no, is. That was, yeah. uh, and, that, and that film actually looks really good. That Ilford film is is. I mean, for what it is, it looks really great. No, it I does. Mean, it's got great contrast and stuff. That was probably actually no. That was probably the last time I shot it. To be quite, because yeah. then once I once I started developing my own film, that was um, I, I just went to the tra- just traditional black and white, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. HB five tri X, um, and, and all the others. Before I went to photography school, I took one semester at community college and took the one darkroom class that they offered. Um, and my darkroom teacher suggested you could shoot C41 to get developed at CVS or Walgreens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you could make darkroom prints from, Oh, your- no kidding. Yeah. Nice. So he's like, you could save time. But I remember I didn't like it as much no, it has yeah. it has like a weird, almost like a like a sepia or sepia, yeah. however you pronounce that tone to it. It's got like a really weird tone, but I mean you can fix that digitally. But yeah. I I know I there was always something a little off about it. But you know when you're just getting into it and the la- like Walgreens is your only choice at that point. You know it it's a great film to start with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. and plus you didn't have to like. I remember being so psyched because I'm like, I don't have to put it on the roll because that's the hardest part. I still, <laughs> I still can't do that. Right, it takes me like a half hour. But yeah, it's funny. That's so funny that <laughs> I, I love the struggles. Oh of my this, gosh, that... I get so mad. It's like <sighs> the worst anyway. is when you have your hands in the bag and you're trying to get the film on, and it, this usually happens to me with 120. But and it just you can't get it on. You, you start to you start to sweat. Everything gets all mm-hmm. oh yeah. Oh, it's it, it gets gross in the bag, and it's just uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, that's when it doesn't become fun for that little bit. Right. But but it's yeah. well worth it in the end. Once it's on the roll, you're <laughs> yeah. like I'm good to go. I'm golden. It's so funny because I I can do that with well my eyes closed ha 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 because you're not really looking at it anyway but um it it thirty five is is second nature to me and yeah. so was one twenty when I was shooting it constantly but I just did some uh, I did two rolls of Tri-X like a couple days ago 
And man, the struggle I had with that, I was like, I don't get it. Like, it's so wide. Mm-hmm. It's so flimsy. Like, you got to, like, keep your fingers spread apart and yeah. lip it on there. And then you're, oh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pain in the butt. But <laughs> What I've done is uh, if you take the if you take the end but right before you put it into the to the reel, if you're, uh, you're using a Patterson or a plastic. Yeah, reel, Patterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to just cut two two notches on either, well, notches is a wrong term, but just cut it at an angle to make it slide oh, yeah, easier like a, into mm-hmm. the, just oh. to get it over the, the bearings, you know, of the thing. And then yeah. once you get it onto the reel, then it's, that's usually when it, but it's getting it on the first bit that uh, is kind of that pain in the neck part. It is. You know what? You know what used to help me with that was, you know, the little piece of tape that's on the end yes. of 120. I would leave that on. I would rip it off the paper and the tape would still be on the back end of the roll. And then all you have are the two little corners like exposed. So it wasn't so flimsy. It wasn't like rainbowing when you were trying to get it on there. Uh, I don't need okay. to do that anymore. But when I was first starting doing it, I would always leave the tape on there. And it was funny because I'd peel the tape off at the end and there'd be like a square of undeveloped film because it was taped off. I don't know. I just thought that that was a lot easier for me to do because it gave it like a little bit of a support with getting it on the reel. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good idea. A really good tip for especially like you said, when you're first starting out trying to get that yeah. on because 120 can be definitely uh, oh, a, a little yeah. bit of a challenge regardless of the reel. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, the, the struggles of developing film. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, like, like I was saying before we hopped on the actual recording of this, you're... The, the black and white photography that you do is is really like some of the most I, I'm so addicted to fog and trees. Yeah. Those are like my favorite subjects, too. But I don't know what it is with Tennessee. There's not that like roll in morning fog like everywhere else, it seems. <laughs> but because I, I mean, I'll even wake up. It's not either. I'll wake up at four in the morning to wait for fog. Like when it's, you would think the, you know, the, the weather the night before is perfect conditions for fog in the morning, but there's never fog. I think I've seen fog probably three times, but what I was getting to, sorry, I kind of got off in a tangent there because I love fog and trees, but you know, some of uh, your work is some of the best, like black and white stuff and seeing all the little like Instagram stories of all the, I guess you would call it alternative process like you do it's do you do all your processing at home or are you a part of like a dark room kind of thing uh well first thank you that uh yeah no, yeah oh really, yeah definitely thank, no, thank you, so you for showing That's, some of the best stuff ever uh, really kind but the uh i do everything uh do everything at home uh i do everything myself oh, great uh except for every once in a while when i shoot some uh slide film uh, i i send that out but other than that yeah. black, like black and white everything uh printing all of that uh done uh in the bathroom uh so it's uh oh i love it yeah yeah (laughs) and uh the alternative process stuff is it's been more uh than i have in the past it's probably for the past oh six or seven months because uh my dark room or my enlarger has not gotten shipped back from montana i'm I'm in new york now and that's why there's so much uh on if you go to my instagram feed there's a lot of fog and trees which is it because <laughs> I love them probably just as much as you do. And yeah, the, yeah. uh, out in, when I was living out West, it was a lot more lands, open landscapes. Uh, we did not get nearly any fog. The only fog that you would kind of get is in a snowstorm. Uh, if you want to yeah. call that uh, fog. So I came back here <laughs> and just hit it at just an awesome time. And it was fog every morning for a good three or four months. 
And it was just, oh, yeah, man. I'd uh, get up, you know, crack a dawn just to get out and go and shoot a few rolls before I had to, you know, go into work. And it was just, uh, yeah. And then some days it, it was, just, it was tough getting to, it was tough t- stopping <laughs> to go do something else, but no, that was, was, uh, really good. And now it's actually just starting to taper off. But, uh, so change, uh, there'll be some changing up of what I post, but yeah. what I share, but, uh, right now that or in the past few months, I should say it's been, yeah, nothing but fog and it's been Man. no complaints by me, by, by any stretch. Everybody else around here is, uh, or everybody else that I talked to, it's like, oh, it's, you know, rainy, foggy again. And I've got the biggest smile on my face. I'm going outside. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> anybody, who has to, not- anybody who has to drive is like, God, I can't see. This is terrible. But you're like, I, I, this is the best. Dude, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt lately, too. It's weird because I'm one of those people that really gets mad when it's raining. I'm not like, oh, the rain is so beautiful. I, I was never like that until recently. I've been shooting a lot of... Uh, Lomography 800, that color film, and something about dreary, ugly days works for that film. Yeah. Like, it's just, and and it's been just, you know, it's fall going into winter, so it's just not the prettiest time of year anymore now that, you know, the leaves fell off the trees and all that stuff. Right. It's just kind of very melancholy. And That's a great way to I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of into it right now, which is weird. That's it's very un unlike me to be into something like that. But I actually have not tried because I although I share well everything that I pretty much share on my feed is, is black and white uh, yeah. on my stories every once in a while. Or uh, I do I I do like to shoot color. Really, it's I was just yeah. going to ask you. I'm like, do you shoot any color? Oh yeah, because no, 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 that no, no. would be I, I do pretty incredible. If it was um, strictly black. <laughs> no, no, I I have to sneak some color in there every once in a while, Good. just because. Uh, but usually, I I don't normally shoot it uh, in thirty five, just except for the, the new Ektachrome, uh, because that's all I can get. But um, yeah. it's I'll usually have it in a one of my medium format backs because I'll see one thing in color, and then that roll of color will last me a while. <laughs> just because yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't go through it. Uh, I'll see something, and it's like, oh, I'd, I'd like to see that. Or, but it's just random shots that I might see that that I want to shoot. But uh, I have not tried the Lomography 800. I want to shoot that. Uh, oh, dude, it's so good. It's just so like I feel like people that are into shooting black and white like that film. Yeah, you know, I have I have a bunch of like my buddy Mike too. He's like a pretty avid black and white shooter. Loves Lomo eight hundred. You know, and I don't know what it was previously. I've heard rumors of it being like an old Kodak stock or right. Portra eight hundred or something, something along that. And it and it's got that feeling to it, but you can tell it's like old or weird or something happened to it that it's. But it also has like a cinematic feel to it as well. I don't know. There's just something about it. Like if I could buy stock in Lomo 800, I would because (laughs) a lot of a lot of my this time of year stuff usually ends up always getting shot on that. I don't know how and why, but it does. Like it's just where I fall into this time of year. I think I've only ever shot one roll of it, to be honest. Oh man, it's I have I finally got some in 120 too, so I'm gonna take the Pentax out and try to do some stuff with that as well. But I, man, I'm just really into it. I'll have to pick up a, a roll or two just to try it out. Yes, yeah. I, I'm, like I need to get try that out again. I remember liking what I got, so it's different. It's got yeah. a different vibe because you know, like Kodak's more of like a yellow heavy film and. Uh, 
what is it? Fuji's more of like a green blue yeah. kind of haze. And it's weird because it's like greens are super green and yellows are really yellow. So it's just a weird film. It's like not anything like I've really ever shot before. So I think that's why I like it so much. The other one that I've tried, and unfortunately they just discontinued it, but is uh, Roly, uh CR200. It's their slide film or was their uh-huh. slide film. And it is... Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I man, and I both really happy that I tried it out and really upset that that's really the last. Yeah, <laughs> this is the last stuff. I've got two more rolls left, and then that'll be it. Um, oh, I, but hopefully was, they'll bring it back because I was just thinking that that time that happened to me where I just tried something. It was it was um, ectar. Oh, or, okay. Yeah, ectochrome, not ectar. Sorry ectochrome and i bought it specifically to shoot my super eight and i didn't even get a chance because it was gone oh, wow but now it's, yeah, back, it's back so yeah it's very exciting have you had a chance to shoot that yet i actually haven't i've been saving i think i might do a youtube video on it oh very um, nice. but okay. i haven't i'm actually going uh on a trip to the mountains tomorrow for three days with with uh, we're doing a little girls trip and i'm gonna shoot some super eight oh, so okay. i'm super excited that's another part uh, or another realm that i would love to get into but I haven't dove in yet and uh yeah. but that would be and I just if if I can find a Super 8 camera someplace I'd love to just pick one up just to just to try it out just to shoot a little bit with it there man for a while I was finding them everywhere but yeah, I, I feel say, like it's, stores, goodwill. it's getting dried up it's getting very popular again <laughs> yeah. so yeah but I I just ordered my first uh my mom actually ordered it for me for my birthday she ordered me three packs of Super 8 film because uh, when I go home for Christmas I want to do another project like I did this last this last book project that I did but I want to have Super 8 and some VHS stuff film. Yeah. I want to do like a like a weird throwback video montage thing that's kind of stewing in my head like go back to all the places that I lived at in that area, you know, go to all my old houses, my childhood houses and friends houses and just kind of do some, you know, just some reminiscing and documenting of it i like it my parents still have their uh, vhs video camera oh it's like it's like under their bed in the like in the like what is it called case still so you like Mm -hmm. pop it open and it's like oh it's like a briefcase yeah the briefcase yeah Mm -hmm. i should i should try and sneak it and bring it back i have i have two v i have like the the smaller new digital it was like a like supposedly digital vhs they're still cassettes but it was like a DVHS or something and uh, I have one of those and then one of the giant shoulder rig guys but I I really want to get into shooting that I mean I know kind of people were doing that a couple years ago like really getting back into shooting VHS and making it cool but I think I want to take my hand at that as well I want to do some some video stuff like that that's a fun project yeah oh and to uh, just back it up just a little bit just want to say uh, great job on your zine by the way Uh, i Grabbed a oh, copy thanks. and uh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, it was, you did. Uh, awesome. No, really well done. I love the print that came with it too. I was I was surprised when I got that. Uh, I didn't expect <laughs> that to come with it too. But no, awesome job, really great. Man, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, that that was a that was a pretty awesome project that came together kind of unexpectedly but because i wasn't planning on going home it was kind of a last minute thing and it was it was fun it was a lot of fun putting that together and i love 
I wish I could afford to give it away to everybody yeah, who wanted same. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I love that stuff so much. And I love, because, you know, I was an avid baseball card collector when I was a kid and love sitting and trading around, you know, the living room with all my friends. And that's kind of how I feel with, with zines and prints and stuff like that. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like one of those, if a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it kind of thing? It's like, if I post my photo on Instagram, is anyone going to, does it exist? You yeah. Know? So, like, that's why I'm a big avid fan of printing oh absolutely yeah no that's uh yeah, yeah if uh, if anybody wants a print that's always usually i mean i'm bad w- as far as like that with sales and oh, that I, i'm I, terrible it, at marketing yeah, yeah. it's oh. uh oh you want one of my prints absolutely take yeah. one you know like, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you want to yeah. give me money for that too that's uh oh no that's too much you know that's <laughs> uh so i'm yeah really bad but uh if, if you just get so taken back when somebody wants something of mine that i made it's uh, same here. That's almost payment enough. Right. Exactly. That's how I feel. That's how I had to when I did that zine pre-order, I had to extend it out five more copies. And I was blown away that I had to do that, that it was like people were just like, do you still have it? Is it still can I still get it? And I'm like, I get yeah, I'll, I'll open it up for some more. You guys can <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to keep it kind of limited and just make it special because, you know, that's that's kind of the stuff I'm into. But I don't know how people sell stuff online like they do. Just the way people sell cameras and prints and they just they kill it all the time online. Like Nick Exposed is a great person like that. Like Nick is selling his print like he'll sell out of print sets that he does and and other Instagram people that I see. Like it just blows my mind. And then I'll put up like two prints like two eight by ten limited edition on the special paper that i'll never get again and like not a single peep from anyone and it's like okay i mean i get it that's cool but uh the uh all the uh, all the members of all format collective they uh they do a great job with that but then again they're also producing some really uh incredible work um yeah I, oh i agree i, I agree. uh you know i don't know they're all of them are just a constant source of inspiration uh for sure but uh no, they definitely they do a great job at that. But like I said, they're also producing some pretty exquisite stuff. Yeah, very true. Tyler, I wanted to ask you about your alternative printing. Yeah. What is that called? Yeah. What's it called? I want to know. Uh, <laughs> Platinum Palladium is what I've yes, been thank you. really into, uh, like I said, for the past oh, six, seven months. Um, so I'm not even close to being uh proficient or anything like that in it but uh it's something that's really taken hold and i've really uh once again just another addiction just a feed and i love uh, that yeah unfortunately with this one it's it's uh it can be an expensive one but uh i got into it uh funny enough my uh the guy that lived across the street from me uh i found out i don't know maybe a year after i lived there that he had a full dark room uh photographer for years and just uh very very nice guy incredible and just always like give me books or whatnot to take a look at and i mentioned platinum printing to him and he did that as well and he had a light box he had i never got a chance to use it but he had like a contact printing frame that was like it was it was larger than 16 by 20, which making a platinum wow. print over 16 by 20, I can't even imagine. But uh, uh-huh. it was uh, so that made the barriers to entry a little bit more uh, you know, accessible. Like I didn't have to take and get everything right away um, and just 
you know, go at it blindfolded or, you know, go on YouTube and look at stuff or, so it was, that was really nice. But, uh, Oh, that's so helpful. Mm -hmm. The, yeah, but then I got really into it. And so I, you know, (laughs) then it was like, okay, well I want to get my own contact printing frame. I would like to try to build my own light box. I would, you know, and so it, it, uh, and then looking at chemicals and that was, uh, they are, more expensive than most like it, they'll be more expensive than a traditional you know silver gelatin print uh yeah but uh really when i, I get a lot of my stuff through uh bostic and sullivan and they actually have a different uh, it's different than the the um, i guess not to use the word over again but traditional uh platinum process where it's uh, na2 and so it's a significantly cheaper the that platinum solution uh. than platinum the older platinum solution three so that was uh, that helps out a lot but they're very very different i was at well i think i was in la at for a weekend and they i went to the leica store because it was the leica store <laughs> yeah and they yeah. had I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about <laughs> it's yeah. uh, and they had the gallery upstairs and there was uh Oh, I don't know, like 30 different prints there, all 16 by 20. And there was four out of the 30, I think, that were platinum. And they just stood out like a sore thumb. It was just that they were so, and they were all beautiful, but it was just those were just, um, and that really got, uh, I was like, oh, I really would like to do that just because it is so different. They're so, uh, they just draw you in because they have this depth to them that is unlike anything that That's I've really so ever true. seen. Yeah. You're right. Um, and so then, mm. it, yeah, it was something that just kind of uh, worked itself out. And I started just printing more and more and more. And uh, and yeah, now here we are. Can you give like a brief explanation for maybe some of our listeners who might not be familiar with what the process is? Do, is it you like paint emulsion onto the yeah. surface, the paper? I'm- uh, well, not to. Uh, I also I need to make it a little uh, or update it a little bit more. I'd like to get a little bit more information, but on my website, which I can give to you later, I did take and lay that out. I saw that. The yeah. best I could, you know, um, and also it, by adding a lot of links to people that, uh, and to different sites that do a really great job that I, you know, there's no way I could improve upon. And so whatever I don't say now, I suggest maybe going to that and looking at some of the links, but the, uh, you have, you know, photograph, uh, it's, it's, paper, but you need something that's can withstand water. Uh, I usually yeah. use burger cot 320 or there's Hanamule, uh, and then there's arches, uh, which are the three that I know of and have used. And then you take an emulsion, uh, which is m- the mixture of three chemicals, usually, uh, an A, a B, and then, uh, a C solution, which is the platinum or palladium or a mixture of both. Um, and then you, put that in a different ratio together, put that on the paper, spread that out, make sure that it's even, you let that dry, and then you have a negative or a trans, uh, a, a transparency that you would print out on a, you know, just a printer because it's a contact printing process. And then oh. you put that on the uh, dried emulsion, put it in a contact printing frame, and then put it under a UV light source because it's uh, wow. it's sensitive to only or it's sensitive to UV light, so it's not quite as light sensitive as like a you know uh, a silver print or a negative yeah. or something. That's but you still need to have a dark 
area. And uh, once you expose it to UV light, uh, then you take and put it in a developer. And the interesting thing about the that I've found about the developing is that uh, you can heat the developer up uh, like a significant amount, like over a hundred degrees. And that'll give, and yeah. depending on the temperature of the developer, it gives you like different tones. Um, yeah. additionally, we'll give you different tones as the ratio of the platinum and the palladium. Um, and then you take, and I, I throw it in some distilled water after I develop it for about a minute, minute and a half. Um, and then you put it in a series of three clearing baths, which is kind of, uh, just to take off the excess, uh, to, to clear the, print to get the tint off of it because it usually has like a little bit of a brown tint to it. And then mm -hmm. once that gets, um, once that gets, uh, cleared, uh, wash and then hang to dry. So it's, how long it, does it take like from start to finish? Uh, it takes me a little bit, a little bit longer than, uh, a normal print would it, maybe an hour, I would say just because, uh, coating the, paper and then I let the paper dry for about six minutes, uh, maybe a little less, putting it in the light box for, it depends on how long or how, you know, what your exposure time is. Cause it's usually a yeah. set exposure time. Cause right now, um, on, uh, unfortunately I don't have, I'm not shooting on eight by 10. Uh, so I take in and print off all of my, uh, I scan my negatives in and then I print them off on, uh, a printer to a transparency, like, so like Pictorico, um, and then put that into a light box. And I found out what the, you know, uh, maximum black is for my light box. And so it's always a, just a set exposure time. And then once I do that, oh, that's cool. Uh, that's, yeah, that's it neat. makes it, so there takes a little bit of the guesswork out of it. And also yeah. the, the biggest benefit to that is that, um, not that you won't waste a print. Uh, I definitely have, screwed up more than my fair share that I, or more than I care to admit, um, and, uh, <laughs> or want to even acknowledge that I did. I just kind of put that in the back of my mind and try to forget about it. But the, uh, uh, and then, uh, you can only, you, you don't have to make as many prints, you know, it's usually pretty, uh, unless you mess up the emulsion or something like that. So, yeah. uh, take it out, throw it in developer for minute, minute and a half, uh, three to four minutes in, in a, like a distilled water bath or water bath, and then five minutes in each um, clearing bath. So maybe a little less than an hour, but just, just you know, in between time too. That has to be Man. so rewarding once you're done to have a, like it's, a print like that. It's really cool. The, the, one of the, the, the best part though is by far, and it's just like making a silver print is seeing the print in the developer. Yeah. But mm. with um, it, whereas like a silver print will slowly come to life and, and you see it like under the light and you can see it start to form uh, a platinum print is instant. So as soon as you put the, pl the developer uh. on it, it just appears um, wow. and it's just boom. I'm it's, sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I it's, need to try um, this now. I, I will. I would love I've been trying to. I've, I, I need to get another safe light and put it over the uh, developing tray, but I'd like to take a couple of videos. And if I do, I'll yeah, definitely send it. I would it. love to see that. I'll definitely Me send too. it to you guys. Yeah. The, uh, I actually, not uh, to plug them again, but uh, the Bostic and Sullivan have great like uh, tutorial videos. They have, an, um, they did an amazing job at, and they actually have one where they show the, the print coming to life right in the developer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely recommended to me 
because I really wanted to get into doing that too, but it, it it just seems like an awful lot of work to, yeah. it's commitment. It's just one of those things, you know, like shooting four by five or shooting wet plate or something like that. It's just something that you need to kind of just go all in. There's no half, yeah. halfway kind of thing with that. So Well, wet plate's a whole other rabbit hole. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. But, uh, that's, uh, I, I see that in my, in my silver years, I'll be doing a lot of wet plate collodion if, <laughs> if I can still get my hands on this stuff. Oh yeah. No, I yeah. would, uh, I would love to, uh, at some point in time do that. Uh, if, yeah. if I didn't have the, uh, like I said, the, the guy that lived next door and if he didn't do it, I most likely probably would not have taken the steps into it at this point in time. But because of that, because I had somebody to talk to, to, to work stuff out, to, guide me in, 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 in a way just to show me kind of the ropes and that made it significantly easier to get into. Yeah. Um, right. just cause like you said, uh, Timothy, that it's just, uh, getting into it right away. is just, it, it is a lot right off the bat. Yeah. It's always nice to have a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would love, I would love somebody like, where, where's my neighbor that does yeah. platinum prints? <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause I would, I would love that. I would love somebody like that. Yeah. It was, uh, I was shocked. I was like, Oh, you've got a dark room. Oh, and you print platinum. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, man. Love it. Too good. I saw also that you do, are you, are you working on like a 365 Polaroid project? Is that, yeah. That you, that, I feel like you share one every single day, uh, right? Yeah. You know, I, um, the Polaroid has always been uh, just because that kind of was the kick that got me started. Yeah, it, was, it was the gateway. Yeah. yeah. Gateway. And so it's gateway uh, drug. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. That's a great way to put it. Um, the, uh, it just is expensive too. Um, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, right. Jeez. but, uh, they, I don't know. I just love them. They're just great. It's just one of those things where, uh, I should have, uh, I've been shooting a Polaroid a day and it was just to get me out to go shoot a Polaroid. I like that. Uh, and, you know, instead of having going out and grabbing a cup of coffee at Starbucks, I shoot a Polaroid. So it's, uh, yeah. you know, and it puts just as much of a smile on my face. So it's, uh, yeah, and it's, it was to get out to go shoot a Polaroid. It's to get out to just maybe go take a walk or go do something. I didn't really have any, like, set things. Like, I want to shoot uh, portraits every day or a landscape or I want to put, it was just to get out there. And, and maybe now that I've been doing it for uh, it's closing in on a hundred days. Um, I, I might be a little bit, uh, maybe set a couple criteria or challenges or something yeah, like that. You yeah, know, like, yeah. uh, for the you know month of December, I might do something. I don't know, but uh, just because now that I've kind of gotten into the swing of it, that I try to do something a little different with it, but still to go out and shoot a Polaroid a day. Yeah, that needs to be a zine. That needs to be a zine. Yeah. At the end, <laughs> I I want to. Um, I was actually, I'm, I'm working and I have the, uh, actually the prints laid out, uh, sequencing them of the past few months of shooting in the fog, shooting in New York. Uh, so yes. I would like to try to get that sequence and, and, and maybe by the end or end of the year, beginning of the year, make a, some sort of zine. And then at the end of the three, six, five of the Polaroid, uh, project to put together a zine either with. I don't know if putting all of them in there or just taking the highlights of what I like. And yeah. Uh, oh, it, yeah. And then if I did not put, if I just did the highlights, I was thinking about, you know, and shooting ideas out here right now, I guess. But uh, the, like the, co the, the cover, the front cover and back cover having uh, just a collage of them all. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Cool, oh, cool, cool. Great cool. idea. And so that way, at least there's, they all get shared in some way. Right. 
That's a great idea. Yeah. What Polaroid are you shooting with? Uh, the camera or the or the 600 or the SX70 film? Uh, the camera. Uh, SX70. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which is, I love that camera. The that, classic. The, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 mm. it's incredible. Um, I really, uh, it's something that will never, never leave. It, it'll always be. Mm-hmm. It, it'll always be around. That's it's a camera that I don't know. I get very attached to. I don't have a. I'm not a huge like collector, I guess, or, or uh, I don't have a lot of cameras. But the ones that I do have are I get very very attached to, and they they stick around. I just I, I like I like the whole theory of you know how you you you're just getting out there to shoot a photo every day. Yeah, and. You didn't put, I think where people kind of mess up with stuff like that is they, I'm going to shoot a portrait every day or I'm going to shoot this every single day. And it kind of, I mean, what if there isn't a person to take a picture of that day? You know, like what, because there's some times where you just don't get to do what you set out to do. But if you're just like, I'm going to make just a photo, a Polaroid, I'm going to take a Polaroid no matter what. And I just like looking at it that and now you're in the groove, you know, what you're a hundred plus shots in or frames in. And now you, you know, you, you have like a, a momentum going. So now you can kind of throw in there like exactly. this week, maybe I'll just do all portraits or this, you know, that's just, that's a better way to look at it. And that's kind of, well, I mean, I'm speaking personally, I guess, because I, I do that all the time. I remember last year around this time I was, when I was heavily involved into doing YouTube videos and stuff like that, I was like, I'm going to do a video every single day. I'm going <laughs> to do vlogmas, you know, like I'm doing it. And then I didn't even do one video because I had myself that psyched out about it right. th- that I ruined it. So it it's tough to do things like that, like to put your creative or just to put your creative nests or whatever the word is, your creativity on the line like that, right. like giving it some sort of a, like a deadline. A, yeah, like a ugh, it, it just makes it not fun automatically for me. So it I don't know. I. <laughs> I just, I like that. I like hearing and seeing that you, I, I love seeing your Polaroid every day. Like I always see it. You're, I mean, in my Instagram stories, I just always come across your Polaroid. And I'm like, man, he's still at it. Like <laughs> He's still doing it. Like that's, it's impressive when I see people do stuff like that. So oh, I, I, I commend you. Oh, thank you. But the, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with, I agree with that completely. But the, uh, like for the Polaroid uh, 365, that was that's all. Uh, it's a secondary thing, which I think has helped me a lot with it. Oh yeah, um, right. and not that I don't care about it or or anything, but it was also too just to get to not be so uh, fastidious with stuff that uh, and to not dwell on it. And like you, I, I think you said it, Chris. Just just to get it out. Um, right. Now I want it to be if if I don't know if if I haven't knock on knock on wood. I, I haven't had this happen where they just it's blank. Um, the new Polaroid's mm. original stuff is, it's been pretty, it's, it's been great. Yeah, um, it's pretty, yeah, good. It's pretty reliable. Uh, I guess if I had a blank frame, I, I go out and, and reshoot something. Um, but the, uh, it, it was just to get out there and, and to just go do it. And then also too, is because I want, I was so, I still am. I mean, if, if more fog comes in, I'd be very, very happy about that. But <laughs> it, it was, uh, it, yeah. you know, it was, that was kind of what I was focusing on. Cause that was just, uh, the, the, it was I wanted to do a, a zine, or I wanted to do some sort of project. I don't want to say a zine, although that was in the back of my mind. But I wanted to just have that project. I wanted to do that. I wanted to 
get out and, and go shoot. And uh, because it's something that I had been thinking about for a while to do something along those lines. And I like to shoot the Polaroid. So it was that just kind of went with it. And that yeah. being loose like that, and actually that was a challenge to me in some ways is to just get it out there. Because there are some of the uh, of the ones that I've put up that I'm not that happy with. Um, mm. And but it was just putting it up. It's not that I didn't care about it. I did, but that was my Polaroid of the day. So that was, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what I threw out there. That's interesting. I feel like I would, sh- if I didn't like it, I'd be like, well, this one doesn't count. <laughs> and I would like, <laughs> sh- you know, shoot something else. Yeah. But I love it. Like, this is the one. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I do have every once in a while, it, it's not saying that, okay, I won't shoot any more. Right, right. But that it's like, okay, I shoot a Polaroid a day. And and there's, if there's a day where I go out and it's like, oh, I just, I want to shoot some more, uh, right. I will take a couple more. And, and there has been a couple times where I've put two up just because I think that they pair well with each other. And yeah. then that kind of goes with that. But uh, yeah, that was I, making something that's such a long challenge just to be a little less stringent. Uh, if that's a good word to use for it, but just uh, not so strict that it, uh, it makes it easier to follow. Yeah. I also like yeah. that having a, like a project or like calling it a project, like will make you like, Oh, I have to do it because I, it's my project, you know, like kind of being not holding yourself to a deadline, but just knowing that you have a project you're working on. Yeah. And you yeah. can't, you know, you know, and I don't know exciting. if that even makes any sense, but like, it's my thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm so excited because I have to make sure I get a shot every day. No, like, that, that's the kind of, that's, that's what like gets me like committed to something is like, this is what my, my set the goal essentially. Yes. No, that was, uh, yes, that's exactly, or that was part of what uh, my thought was when I first started out. Uh, and it was too, cause uh, I really, I like, uh, I love shooting film. I love it, but it's not really for me the end result. It's the process that goes along with it. That's what I really love. And that's Amen. what I love yeah. about, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it, the pol- uh, Polaroid is just a, a lot shorter of a process, but it's still a process. Uh, right. Printing in platinum. I love the process of that. I love, you know, even taking the dropper and putting, you know, the drops of you know, chemistry into the thing and, and, yeah. and spreading it on the paper or being in a dark room and seeing a silver gelatin come to life or uh, developing film. Even if it's just, it's always about the process of doing that and, and making me feel more like a, an artist, even though I do not think that I, I am one because I always wanted to be, but never could, um, that that would be, uh, <laughs> that's, it's I know been, that, I know that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted to be a guitar player too, but that didn't work out. But you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was just reading. This is kind of off topic, but I was just reading this this book, and it's about a time when photography just started becoming photography, essentially. And all the artists were like, "Well, it's not art because it's oh yeah, you know." Mm-hmm. And I was I was reading in the book, and I was literally like, I forgot about how people were like, "Well, it's not art because they're just taking they're just taking a picture like that's not they're not creating it from scratch." And I was like. Wow, I can see how people would think that, but it's that's not how I feel at all. So yeah, I, I get I get caught in that rut sometimes where I'm just like, you know, when you take a picture of a statue or graffiti or something like that, like there's got it. I don't know. I I feel like that too. I I I 
battled with that. I would watch arguments on photography being art. Like, it's crazy to think that photography wasn't fine art when they used to use color. You know, color or like color photography only started becoming popular with like Weggleston and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, he made color photography popular. Like, it wasn't considered like gallery worthy if photography was in color back in the day. Like, that's just nuts. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just weird how much it's grown in so long and like how far photography's come. Like, now everybody snaps at least five photos a day with their iPhone. Like, photography is not photography anymore. Photography is kind of note taking. It's this, it's yeah, that. It's so true. many things. It's such a broad thing now compared to where it was when it started. It's just nuts. It's, yeah. it's crazy to think. No, I, I completely agree. I think that it's, uh, I don't know. I look for, uh, was there intent and was there some sort of, when I look at something, is there some sort of emotion that comes out of it? And right, yeah. if that's the mm. case, not, well said. Uh, not what did they use? Not uh, right. what was, it was, it's more than that. It goes beyond what I'm looking at or what I'm listening to or a- anything. Uh, it's uh, that is what makes something, whether I like it or not, I guess. Yeah, so true. So good. Uh, (laughs) We'll be right back with a question for Tyler right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk also comes from Polaroid Originals. Go to PolaroidOriginals.com and use the offer code ANALOGTALK10 at checkout to receive 10% off your next purchase. All right, guys, this is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from at AdamEugene.photo. And that's photo with an F. He asks, favorite black and white film? Oh, that's uh, uh, that's a tough one just because I do. I like to shoot. I I like to shoot a little bit of everything. But probably the film that I shoot the most is probably Tri-X. Um, and although lately I've been shooting quite a bit of HP five, um, just because mm. of with shooting in the fog a lot, shooting with trees, uh, in the fog and it's, uh, it gives a little bit more detail. Uh, I actually like, uh, I like the way it renders in that particular set of circumstances a lot, uh, or not yeah. just a lot, but a little bit more. Um, but really if I have. If I have a case of, or, you know, like a, one of those little five or 10, you know, packs of film, the uh, cases uh, that Bellamy will sell, uh, Japan Camera Hunter, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if I have, if it's mixed up with HP5 and Triax, it's, you know, uh, I, I wouldn't really take one or the other. Really, either one of those, just because they're so versatile, they, they give me the results that I want. Uh, I really like them. I and it just depends on kind of where I'm at and what that would kind of dictate where I go, uh, if I pick HP five or tri X, but the, uh, and not to, not to add more, but the other film, if I had, uh, if it was more readily available is, uh, Kodak, uh, double X or five, two, two, two. Um, and Cinestill just, Oh yeah. yeah. The, the, the oh, old, I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah. The old cinema film. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, I usually, uh, HP5 and Tri-X, I always push two stops to 1600, but with double yep. X, I push usually one stop. So it's like a 200 or 250 ASA film that I'll push to 400. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but the, yeah, those, those three are usually always, uh, you know, in the rotation. Um, and it, like I said, it just kind of with Tri-X and HP5, it just depends on, depends on the day, I guess. 
I feel that. I kind of went from like being a avid Treyarch shooter to more of a T-Max, but there's just something about T-Max and the look that I always go for. I always go for not much detail in the highlights. Like, I don't care. You know, like I want it to be white or black and white. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be kind of very contrasty. That's just kind of what I always go for when it comes to that. And I I just found that T-Max always holds up better for me for that. But I get it. Like HP5, I used to shoot HP5 just all the time. You know, I rolled my own, I would roll my own uh, cartridges of it. I'd buy it bulk and just